you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. City Friday, September 8th of week one of the 2023 season. Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Jay, you're watching this game last night. Yeah. In your gut, did you think the Chiefs were going to take it over at some point? Uh, I did. I, I have a lot of belief going against that guy, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. that somehow he just has his magic and late in the game, his heroics will will the Chiefs to a win. Didn't happen last End of the first half, it felt like that was exactly what happened. They were down 7 nothing, and it goes touchdown, touchdown, so yeah. quick. And then they get the ball back to start. You thought, okay, here's the, here's the moment. found a way, though. Mm-hmm. Found a way. Even fourth tough. and 25 on the back of his foot throwing across his body. Five I was like, more. here it goes. Completion. It was going to be completion. I really did. Yeah. Um, let's play Kyle's favorite game, one of them at least. No cat. No cap. We have 30 hats out on the table because we took out the Lions and the Chiefs. Of course, they played last night already. Um, we are going to inspect further week one matchups. Guys, please grab the hat of the team that you think could pull off a sneaky upset in week one. Jason McCoy. You got Mac. I'm going with the oh Battle of Ohio. Pass me to Cleveland Browns. Yes, uh, this to me could be a sneaky upset by the Brownies as they travel to Cincinnati. And it's a game Joe Burrow just got paid. I said it earlier, though. He missed a lot of training camp with a calf injury. So now he's coming back out there. Miles Garrett's on on the other side. Zedaria Smith is on the other side. Jim Swartz is now the defensive coordinator. Could they shake things up in this game? Burrow has struggled against them. I think the Cleveland Browns, sneaky, may be able to pull off an upset on Sunday. We'll see. I'm going to pick a little saucy one right here. Okay. South Central Los Angeles. Okay. I'm going to put the Rams hat on. This is Rams at Seahawks. Uh, you know, the Rams, I don't know if you've heard, they're going to go 2-15. and 15. All their players are heard. All mm. the players are uninterested. You can listen to a quarterback's wife's podcast about it. McVay mm. doesn't have anything. He's had one week one. You go up to a divisional opponent who's got a lot of heat on him. I pick Seattle to win the division. I think LA can go up there and surprise them. Mm. You have a veteran quarterback. You have one of the best coaches in the league. But uh, I think the Rams could surprise everybody. Having me on Seattle, never underestimate a divisional opponent in yeah. week one. Week one is a weird week, guys. The Chiefs lost last night at home. The Seahawks could, too. Peter, what do you got? Okay, now I'm looking here right now now and it looks like these guys are still underdogs despite all the hype and all the pomp and all the circumstances on the show. Let me tell you something here. I took the Chiefs and the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. I also took the Lions to win week one in Kansas City and I think the Steelers are going to beat the 49ers at home. I I feel like the Steelers come in with a ton of momentum after a preseason which these guys played. They're already in midseason form and I think Kenny Pickett puts on a show against a very good 49ers defense which still has Nick Bosa on it. I'm going with the Steelers for an upset of the 49ers. Joe Davis, Moose Johnson on the call. Fox, 1 o'clock Eastern. Let's go. Am I reading this right, that the Broncos have the clip on the Raiders right now? Could that be true at Mm. home, that the Raiders are the underdogs going to Denver? Give me that Raiders hat. Mm. That black and silver. What have the Broncos done to show us that we should trust (laughs) them at three and a half? I don't... 
The, the Raiders, hello, clip in with your new quarterback and your Devontae Adams and your great defense and your Max Crosby and Josh McDaniels. I beg of you, I plead of you, go to the place you used to coach and show them that you can mm-hmm. coach. Show me that you're worthy of the headset. I've done it a lot of times. I like you. I like you as a coach, as a person. Raiders, you can do this. Underdogs, like, what? That, that doesn't make mm, sense I like to it. me. I like, this. I like the question. No, the Raiders, yeah. Something's going to come true. The Raiders are favored by three. I'm sorry. I don't know how to read this. No, we shouldn't, we shouldn't put you in that. I don't gamble. You can I don't still- Right. I don't no, gamble. Don't, that's the point. Absolutely not. Peter, thinking, you think your Super Bowl matchup is going to start 0 and 1? Both teams. Both teams. Both teams. That's interesting. Both I wonder what? if that's ever happened in history. Bengals wow. went 0 and 1 last year. Yeah. The Eagles did not. Now I'm hearing in my ear that the Broncos are favored by three. Okay. Um, so the point is, what I, what my observation was, week one, <laughs> they're either like crazy good matchups or two ones that are too obvious that it was going to be hard to pick. So I had to, I had to go to the phones. Okay. Um, yeah. So the Raiders, whatever. I'm sorry. I picked the team. Yeah. Peter, it's fine. We shouldn't know how to gamble. We know the spotlight is on the quarterback. So grab the cap of the team with the quarterback that will put on a show in week one. Jason. Kyle, keep that hat on and pass me the Seattle hat. Okay, you're going to mess with Gino? Uh, The Seattle hat is here. There we go. You You have the Rams as a sneaky upset. I'm saying Gino is riding back this season after last one, and he's going to have one heck of a performance in week one. Got paid for how he played last year and he's going to continue it against a Rams team. I know they still have Aaron Donald. Jalen Ramsey is gone. Bobby Wagner is back in Seattle. Still some question marks figuring out which direction this team is going. But we know the direction Seattle is going, and that is up. And I think they start off strong. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and the rookie uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm-hmm. All three of those guys. Gino, get them to rock and let them do their thing. Okay. Peter, Peter wants to tell you Gino doesn't yeah. actually start for the Seahawks. I feel terrible. Oh, what happened? Jamie, I'm sorry. You're <laughs> is there something? That, yeah. I can't. I don't my, know. My, my, <laughs> Blanket statement is, I don't know how to gamble, I'm so sorry. I would not have put it past I don't either. Oh, Kyle, you took mine. Sorry. This segment just got better. Sam Wagon. Sam Wagon. Sam Howell, all aboard. Listen, sleepy little matchup, guys. That's the way they say the game. That probably won't be a lot of people watching. Washington at home versus them. Arizona Cardinals. The guys looked really good. Anytime we've seen him out there in the field, Sam Howell is not like this. Well, Sam Howell. Let's see. Oh, he's looked like really capable, really confident. We had Doug Williams on the show, who is really the face of the organization for years, and he likes what he sees. He's got receivers, he's got running backs. I think he's going to put on a show, and he's going against a team that is it's just pretty special, the Arizona Cardinals. So I think he's going to let him up. I'm going to take that one right there, which is Giants. Uh, the, the Washington team, and I'm going to go with the team which, again, not knowing what it, these guys are underdogs at home. I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. I feel like Daniel Jones has never beaten Dak Prescott in a game. It's one thing if it's your rookie year, your second year, whatever. Okay, Daniel Jones, you're a $40 million quarterback. It would be nice if you can beat the quarterback that is your arch rival just once in front of the home crowd. Can we get a win? After an offseason where you added Waller and Paris Campbell and you got Jalen Hyatt and you got all these great and you got the new center and Michael Schmidt. Look, Daniel Jones, I'm not asking you. I'm not predicting Go do it! Like, go do it. I know you had a great season last year. We're not talking about the Eagles. Can, can, can you beat the Cowboys? Yeah, not, yeah. not even yeah. the Eagles. You got swept by the Eagles last Start year. You still off, got baby. 40 million. Start it off. 0 oh, and 5. Gotta beat the Cowboys. 0 oh, and 5 against the Cowboys and the Eagles. Still got 40 million. Daniel Jones, go win this game. Go do it. Peter, can I have that one that's Sorry. just by your left elbow? Yes. Which one? Uh, no, no uh, uh, Jags. Is that the Jags? Yeah. Yeah. Give me some Trevor Lawrence on the road mm. in Indy. Trevor Lawrence has turned into a quarterback that we just kind of assume is going to be really solid every week. I don't know if the rest of you have put on that hat, but I have. Calvin Ridley, the offense last year was playing great by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I, they came back, a remarkable game in the playoffs against the Chargers. 
Kyle's bumper sticker reads, if nothing else, you look at the coach and the quarterback. And this lineup between Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence, one of the most trustworthy in the league, I think it would be such a nice little statement. Plus, Kyle, who do they play week two? The Kansas City Chiefs, who are 0-1. Mm. Ooh, mm. all right. Start fast. Here we go. And finally, whether it's arriving to the game or at the mic for their post-game press conference, who do you think mm. will have the best outfit, Jason, in week one? This is a tough one. I, I look across the league and players are so stylish. Some of them wear some outrageous outfits. I have no idea what they are, but we got. I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins, and I'm going to explain Give why. Give me a player. I'm going to do you better than a player, and I'm going can't wait to see what Mike McDaniel yeah. wears. I want to mm. see him shades on, talk about last year, talked about having a Gucci belt. I want to see all the fashion coming from our guy, Mike McDaniel. I think it's even better. Your outfit shows your personality. So he goes up there rocking a fresh outfit, then he goes to the press conference and says whatever the hell he wants. So I'm here for a Mike McDaniel outfit in week one as they take on the Chargers. Great answer, uh, Mike McDaniel, Electric Factory. Guys. What are we doing, right? We there's doing? one player what in the league doing? who you care what, what he doing? wears week one. Not and me. it is I the cute style. No, 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 no. This okay. is appointment viewing. Like, I'm not, never mind me being funny or liking cousins or anything. Like, everyone wants to know what Kirk's gonna wear week one. It's a thing. It was part of a massive Netflix show, <laughs> Kirk Cousins Week One Outfit. And so, like, now that it's blown up and now it's big, does he change? Does he have clothes sent to him? Is Julie still picking out the week one yeah. outfit? Has he gone, like, are we gonna see some bugle boy, some Hagar, some <laughs> LLB? <laughs> I don't know. Jordash. Jordash yeah. might be in the in the yeah. building. Yeah. But you know, I don't I, I just the only nightmare would be if he's like, yeah, I have Hugo Boss suit on. Don't do that. Don't no. go with the horse you rode in on, Kirk. It is the number one appointment viewing attire of this weekend is Kirk's week one outfit. His wife picks it out. We'll find it. Right. Peter, theme, you're making me mad. I know exactly what you're doing. You're making me mad. I don't know, you know where I'm going, Jamie. We know each other pretty well, but I'm going with this oh, guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I like that. Look, we talked about new Russell Wilson. Don't be a cringe factory this weekend. Come in here, this thing. Let's just come in and just be normal. Just don't be, be a, don't be a what? A cringe factory. We don't need to be coming in with you know, some crazy suit or anything. We're going to play football this weekend. We've done a whole off season of Sean Payton talking about how you don't have an office. You ain't gonna be kissing babies. Nice and simple. Go and play a football game so that we're not talking about what you wore to the game mm. or what you said after the game or mm. anything. I hate saying this to a guy who I think is a future Hall of Famer and Super Bowl <laughs> champion. I just don't want to be doing this about Russell again this year. Can Last you describe the outfit you'd like him to wear to the game? I don't need just the like phone a Broncos green. t-shirt. Just a Broncos t-shirt and no slogan. I don't want to hear a slogan, a made-up slogan. I don't want like jeans. I don't want to. I don't want a, a corporate sponsor. I just want blue jeans. Broncos. Yeah. We're going to play he had the shiny suit on last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like the two-face oh, yeah. suit. He wore it after, yeah. after yeah. a loss. After a loss. He I, has his own clothing brand, too. Oh, well, I'm sure. He has to rock the clothing brand. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Rep the brand, baby. <laughs> just, Russ, take it easy. Let's just go out there and Rep the brand, brand baby. Oh, I think my hat is hiding under that commander's hat, and I'm so glad it was because... That one? No, no, the commander's hat. Oh, this one? Yep. There you go. You guys, come on. Uh, Moonstones, mm, loose tees yeah. that show off the collarbones, <laughs> jeans... A UFO sighting. Yeah. I want to see what Aaron Rodgers walks into Monday night football with because that camera, it may not just pick him up when he pulls in. That camera may be following him from his home to see what he has on when he arrives for his first regular season start. 
for the New York Jets. And, like, this man has range. Like, he could go 007. He could go so many directions. But I'm telling you, that that what we saw after the last preseason game with the really deep, the deep, deep V, it was kind of tattered, yeah. and the necklaces. Well, and there's the breaking news, Jamie. I don't know if you know this. I'm, I'm, I'm not making this up. On Roger's social, what? Oh, okay, what? For real. No, for real. Okay. He yesterday just tweeted and shared this, this, this video of him in a commercial of this new shoe oh. company okay. that seems to be, like, kind of floor shime adjacent. Floor they're like, they're like comfy shine. work shoes. No. I'm okay, not kidding. Great. It's a, a, a long Rock's already with one of those. Now we've yes. got Rogers. As a Rogers is like, it's a business shoe that's comfortable. I don't know the name of the brand. I won't great. say it. But he just, all his Twitter, Instagram, everything is this new shoe company he's working with. So maybe that will play Show into the, the outfit. Show me the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, they, they look nice. Well they look nice. Yeah, I mean, um, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. Thanks, Still Sam. to come on our show, we have 45 minutes left here on this Friday edition of Good Morning Football. How high should expectations be for Anthony Richardson in his debut? He goes up against the Jaguars, yet he's at home. Ryan Leaf joining the table to break it all down. Get your game day started Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern with NFL Game Day Morning. Oh, yeah, the Saints go marching in. It's the team of the 70s versus the team of the 80s when the Steelers host the 49ers. Before these storied franchises face off, Mooch goes one-on-one with Pittsburgh's current QB, Kenny Pickett. And Aaron Rodgers' Broadway debut is almost here. Will he take the Jets to new heights or crash land on the biggest stage? As for Rodgers' successor in Green Bay, the Jordan Love era gets underway in bulk Sunday in Chicago. Kurt Warner explains that the Packers have found another long-term answer at the most important position. All that and much more Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Back on Good Morning Football, it's time for Wake Up Call presented by Verizon. And our next guest, he's up, he's Adam, he's here. He's a friend of the show, a former number two overall pick in 1998. Please welcome to the table, Ryan Lee. What up, Leaf? What up, baby? How we doing? Good morning, everybody. Got that glow? Yes. Yeah, got that glow. Football's here. Football's here. here. It is here. I love the Montana State football sweatshirt that you're rocking. Beautiful. They got a big uh, matchup against the Jackrabbits this weekend. South Dakota State? Yes. You just learned about that. I'm in. I I love the back of my head. There you go. What's the Montana State mascot? What do they got? Bobcat. The Bobcats. Okay, cool. Bobcat Jackrabbits. My dad's alma mater. Is that cool? What's your dad's name? John. John Leaf, the Bobcats. The Bobcats. Let's talk some cats. Lions, Chiefs last night. Initial reactions to the game, what'd you think? Uh, You know, I I, I thought that this was a great opportunity for the the Detroit Lions, and they took advantage of it. Bottom line, the Chiefs are going to be are going to be good. Mm-hmm. Don't read into anything Talk that played out this. last night, all right? Kelsey was out. Chris Jones is not there. They have a wide receiver room that, that you may not have any understanding who their names are. And they're going to get better. They're going to have to get better. Otherwise, Andy Reid and Veach are going to find a way to make them better, okay? And so I thought it was a great opener, but this was something different. This was something that Detroit normally doesn't do. Mm-hmm. They find ways to lose that game, mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions have, systemically. And they didn't last night. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I thought it went a long way to Dan Campbell saying, hey, we're going to go for it on fourth down here, and we're okay with what our defense has done tonight to give Patrick Mahomes the ball at the 45-yard line with you know, whatever time was left in the game, not much. Uh, that, that spoke volumes, and the defense was really good. I mean, the rookies came out and played. I gave a lot of hell to the Lions and some of their draft picks when we went through it. The Jack Campbell sure. one. Yeah. And he looked special last night. Great Branch. Yeah. yeah, that was huge. And, I, and you know, that's, that's just smart. They figured out the right guys. Jameer Gibbs was good in this game. David Montgomery, they upgraded. They felt that way. He gets in for the big touchdown that ultimately wins the game for him. So, I mean... You, you got to love what the Detroit Lions brought to the table, and they found a way to win, and that's the bottom line. Oh, yes. And then we got a full slate on Sunday, and we got the Monday night game, too. One game that's interesting, the Bengals are everybody's favorite, and that's cool in, in the AFC North, but they struggle with the Browns. They're 1-4 against their rounds. It's the 100th Battle of Ohio, the two teams playing. Wow. Browns historically have, have, have owned Joe Burrow and the Bengals. How do you see this one going down in a game that everyone's just writing up saying, hey, I hmm. think the Bengals should be favored? Yeah, they are. And there's something to be said about this. Like, since, like, 2012, it's been weird. Week one, divisional matchups, the team from home that isn't expected to win a lot of the times mm -hmm. wins that game, like, a lot. Yeah. And this is a perfect example of that. And there's four of them this weekend. This is a big one. I think Cleveland wins this game. Okay. I do. I think that Joe Burrow is very reminiscent of what happened last year. He didn't play in the preseason at all. Yep. They played against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He didn't look like himself. He threw four picks. He's trying to get his way back into it. They lose to Pittsburgh. Now it's on the road in a place where he's not comfortable playing in. He hasn't played all preseason. I think we could see something very similar there. Wouldn't surprise me at all if the Cleveland Browns find a way to sneak away with a win at home and get the crowd and get the, the city of Cleveland pretty fired up. There will be a youthful glow emerging from Indianapolis this weekend. Anthony Richardson hmm. getting his first start as a 21-year-old quarterback. But the part of this question that blew my mind, I had to say it out loud, Trevor Lawrence is 23 years old. He's 23, and he's taking on – that is the youngest week one matchup for starting quarterbacks. What do you think of the Colts? Any chance that Anthony Richardson can figure this thing out for 60 minutes to stun the Jags? No. Okay. Okay. So, no, not at all. The Jags absolutely go to Indianapolis and put a beat down and showcase to the young quarterback that, hey, it's going to be tough sledding here, all right? You don't have your best running back. For whatever reason, yeah. the owner says, hey, you know, we're going to go head-to-head, -head and I'm going to show you I'm the big boss in this one. And you got to go to battle with, with receivers that aren't wide receiver ones. They're just not. Pierce and Pittman, they're good, but they're not wide receiver ones. And if you don't have that, the only thing I would say about this, Jamie, is his ability to make maybe off-schedule throws mm -hmm. and, sure. and stuff with his athleticism could give the Jags some problems. But the youthful, athletic defense that the Jags have, yeah. I think, presents a problem. Uh, this is definitely not one of those games where a home team's expected to win or not expected to win, mm -hmm. to win. I thought he was going to say, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. If it was just, no. Oh, no. It's going to no, be interesting. No, no. No. Week one, anything happened? No. no. Calvin Ridley goes off. Mm. Okay. I think him and Trevor Zero. built a watch. Already? Yeah, watch this. Watch that. Watch out. this. Oh, something. that's great. Uh, well, watch us play this clip back next week. And <laughs> win. <laughs> that's why we do TV. Of course. Right. Yeah. All right. We also, wait, listen, it'd be great if Packers-Bears was a real rivalry. Mm -hmm. And if for it to be a real rivalry, the Bears need to win this game. But listen, Love and Fields, I think, is the most interesting quarterback matchup of the whole of the whole week. What do you think of this one? I I'm so excited for this game. Same. And everybody in the world thinks it's going to be close because we don't know what Green Bay is going to be because we don't know what Jordan Love is. Right? We think we do. Yeah. The Packers certainly think they do. Otherwise, they don't move on and do what they've done like they did previously with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. With Justin Fields, it's the same thing. We don't know. Yep. We, we think he may have made that leap, and that's what we've heard in the offseason. He started to make some real leaps similar to what Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen did, and that's the hope. They go get DJ Moore. That's a difference maker. I don't know what the defense 
they added some pieces, but I don't know if they're deep enough to, to handle if Green Bay is good enough with, with Jordan Love. So this one for me is just a toss-up. I, I assume and I believe that the poor Chicago Bears are going to have to deal with the Green Bay Packers for the next decade because yeah. they found another quarterback. That's right. Oh. But who knows? Maybe Justin Fields is now the answer, and he has that type of year that both those other guys I mentioned have, and the Chicago Bears are talking about the playoffs when the season's over. We have you on every week, and if you're an everyday watcher, you know that something happened this summer where all four of us just bought in on the Steelers. Maybe mm. it's a year early. Maybe it is. They take on the 49ers in their building, and the 49ers are big favorites in this one. What do you think of the Steelers, not only in this game, but in Kenny Pickett's second year, knowing that you were a young quarterback once being handed a franchise as well? Yeah, I wish I would have been handed the, the Steelers franchise back then, too. <laughs> I wish I would have Caleb Williams the heck out of that deal. So, I'm all in. They beat the 49ers this weekend at home. You agree? Yeah. I said it earlier in the show. Yeah, yeah. If wow. I'm them, I'm running Najee Harris right at Nick Bosa every single play they run the ball. He has oh. not been prepared for anything like that. Wow. He'll be great. He'll be fine. He's the highest paid defensive player ever, but he's going to have a tough time not having had to deal with anything during training camp. So Najee Harris at him all day long, pulling guards, getting him, kicking him out, figure out ways to, mm. to isolate him in the running game. And then Kenny Pickett, I just think, takes a huge step. What I got to see from him, people were labeling him this, that, and the other. Uh, he, he joined me and Jimmy Clausen's group for only two touchdowns in like his first five starts or something like that. You know, we welcomed to the club. We always welcome. <laughs> I'm always, always welcoming. All right. But then he got better, right? He's, he's, like, he's like, I don't want to be in that club and I'm going to move on and I'm going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. And that's what happens with Steelers, right? They get better. They're the best organization they in are. football. And so, therefore, I think they go out and have a heck of a year. And guess what, people? This division, this division actually has a chance to put all four teams yes. in the playoffs. It can happen. It could happen. It, oh, it yeah. would take a lot. Yeah. But this is a very, very good division. Hopefully, my Steelers find a way to get it done at the end of the year. Okay. Openers, everybody. We're, we're having them this week. It's week one. Everybody's excited. Uh, what I think, and something you may want to look for out there, is those that have made the 53-man roster, especially the veterans, yeah. right? The veterans who made the 53, watch the jubilation on the sideline when that ball kicked off. Uh, you know why. Why? Check Tell guaranteed us. contract. Guaranteed contract, people. So you watch it. You'll watch it. Thing. You'll see a veteran on the side there going like this. Please don't have them pull me off this roster before they kick it. Boom! And you'll just see guys be like, ah! That's so funny. We lost 41 nothing, but I'm oh good. Guaranteed contract. Now I can go play freely, but it's fun. I, my boy saw it. My boy saw it. He knows what I'm talking about. How does it work with the pension? It's another year vested. If you play one minute of that game, you're in. Yeah, your you're guaranteed year counts as a year. You are vested then. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big great. deal. Wow. There's guys that, there's Ross guys have played two years in this so league. So you see guys released and then brought back after week one. Now your contract uh, for that season is not guaranteed. Because Jason's told us before that the shots of after the last game of the season, the players walking off and we lost are all miserable, that they're just lying. They're so Lights full are already booked, baby. <laughs> Cancun, here we come. <laughs> I love it. When Jason was making his playoff predictions, he was They've telling guys booked. to go book his trips book now because he knew he was going to be fact. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Uh, yes. The best. Fit and facts. Yeah, we'll see you next week and we're going to bring it back if anything. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, that's what I'm here for, for to make me look fodder. foolish at times. You know, it's well, fodder. We build yeah. you up. We build you up. Oh, yeah, I'm right most of the time. It's time for Mad Minute Part 2. I'm going to see you guys up on a week one matchup. 60 seconds on the clock. You must share your time wisely, Peter. Yeah. Start Raiders-Broncos AFC West Showdown. What are you going to be I can't wait to see how this Peyton and Russell dynamic goes. I'll be honest, Jamie. I picked the Broncos to go to the playoffs, and I've heard from a lot of people saying that that might be the worst decision and worst prediction in sports. I'll stand by it. I think that Sean Payton is an immediate jump in win over Nathaniel Hackett's mm. squad from last year. And I think Russell Wilson's in some good shape. I'm going to say that game is going to all be about that dynamic. And mm -hmm. if there's any of this from Peyton to mm -hmm. Russell, I'm here for that too. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for the camera just to pan to the sideline after a bad play happens and see what the interaction is. As much as I want to see Russ and Peyton, I want
want to see Jimmy G and Josh McDaniels. It didn't go well for the Raiders last year, and what they did is they went out and got their guy, somebody that they have history with. They were in New England with him and Dave Ziegler, the GM. I want to see if it pans out and what Garoppolo looks like. I want to see Tyree Wilson for the Raiders as my favorite mm. rookie. I can be a defensive rookie of the year, but I'd like to see the rest of my time to Peter to talk about your thoughts on Russell Wilson's wardrobe for this game. No, I just, look, what Russell would show up and there was a lot that was going into it in some of these games last year, and it's like, let's just worry about the football this year. Am I allowed to say that? You sound a lot like your friend Sean Payton. Yeah. Am I being a little curmudgeon yeah. right now? So just like control, I know you're supposed to control. Only team issued gear. Peter said he wanted him to wear jeans and a Broncos T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't happening, buddy. When I was in do, we need a, do we need a platinum or silver suit in week one? Maybe. Maybe. When I was in Cleveland, we could only wear Browns gears to every meet. That sounds so. fun. How'd that go? Yeah, exactly. Right. Set a standard, all right? Uh, let's go to the <laughs> NFC West. Rams is in the Seahawks. Jay, intrigued about this game? Yeah, I am intrigued about this game. I want to see those weapons for Seattle. I want to see the wide receivers, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I want to see what these guys bring to the table. Geno Smith, we talked about it earlier. He got his contract. He's showing up this year. Now there are expectations for the Seattle team. You remember last year, all offseason, we talked about it's Drew Locke and Geno Smith battling out to see how high the draft pick can be for Seattle. Well, he went out there and balled last year. I want to see what he's able to do this year with the weapons around him. I think the Seahawks are going to win the division. I think the Rams are going to win this game. I, I just, I just, this seems like one of these weird week one upsets where there is no expectations of the Rams. The only team that has lower expectations in the whole league maybe is in their own division, and it's, it's, it's the Cardinals. But they, listen, we can't say that Sean McVay is one of the best coaches in the league and the future of coaching, and then just abandon them because Cooper Cup got hurt. I think the Rams are going to win this game, Peter. It's a good segue. I think the name to watch is Puka Nakua. Mm, say it again. Puka Nakua. BYU. 17th overall pick, wide receiver at a BYU. Yes, Van Jefferson and Tutu Atwell will be the main guys. Mm -hmm. Yes, Skralnik will be there. But when you say Nakua scoring a touchdown on Sunday, don't forget where you heard it first right here. Mm. All right. Uh, we have kind of a thrill for us this weekend. Jason McCourty heading to New Orleans because he will be on the CBS broadcast with Ross so Tucker cool. for Titans Saints. Jason, yeah. we already know where you're going to dinner tonight, as you call this first NFL game for CBS. What excites you about this matchup? You can take the whole minute if you'd like. Oh, wow. Uh, the wide receiver position I'm going with, Michael Thomas hasn't played really in two years. And then DeAndre Hopkins. I want to see these two guys because there were points in their career where they were the absolute best at their position. And we were talking about them each and every Sunday. Hopkins this week came out and said nobody wanted him. He tried to go to San Francisco, tried to go to this team, that team, and they all said no. And now he has an opportunity to go on a revenge tour this season. And it starts in New Orleans. And for Michael Thomas, it has to just be a beautiful feeling to be back on the field and his team believes in him throughout training camp. They said he has looked good. I'm I'm excited to see him and Chris Olave to see where they align those guys and how they play. I, I, the game is secondary. This is your first NFL yeah. mm -hmm. broadcast. Just want to wish you luck. I think you're going to do great. That. Have Appreciate fun that. with it. Don't do too heavy on the X's and O's. The viewers actually don't like that. They actually <laughs> like your opinions. Mm -hmm. That's my little executive note. Don't go crazy on the Telestrator. Just enjoy the game. I, I appreciate that. It means a lot. Yeah. Thank you. If they ask you about the uh, the Titans secondary, just mm -hmm. say, look, I know this much. It's going to be interesting. Going to love that soundbite. Love it. Tannehill can stay healthy, though. Whew, watch out. Somebody out there, I wish I remember who it was. I saw someone on Twitter, a, a media member who was respected, who picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl. And I don't know who it was oh, this year. Mm. See if we can find that. Yeah. Adam, see if you can find that. That's yeah. our researcher producer right there. Yep. It's someone who like is a made person. Yeah. Yeah. Saints win the Super Bowl. Finally, let's head to New England where like it's the Super Bowl 52 rematch between the Eagles and the Patriots. Kyle, uh, what's up with this game? Everything. This yeah. is massive. <laughs> you know, look. 
Tom Brady is coming back to Foxborough. He's going to be in the stadium. I say this all the time. You go back to high school rules. You don't schedule the state champs for homecoming game. You just don't do it. We used to play against either Zion Benton or North Chicago, and we would just wax them, and we knew that. You don't want to have Tom Brady in the building and have the Eagles beat you by 30, certainly not if Mac Jones throws three interceptions. Yeah. Mac Jones has to have a big game. Brady otherwise, but especially with Brady there. Mac. Can you be the guy? I'm rooting for you. I really am. Be the guy. I've been saying it all week. I think Zeke Elliott's got a role in this Patriots mm. offense, and I know Ramondre Stevenson does. I think that they've got a really, really good running game, and I think the offensive line, although there were questions about what they just did transaction-wise and Riley Reef's not there, I, I think the Patriots are not going to get blown out in this game. They'll be ball control. I might go as far as saying the Patriots are going to win this game. Tom Brady or not, that's all festivities. I think the football team might be ready to go. Mm. Tom Brady or not, they win the game. The only way they win that game is if they're able to stop Jalen Hurts. We're talking about Brady coming back, the greatest of all time. The best quarterback on the field is Jalen Hurts, though. Can they slow him down? Him scrambling, him throwing bombs at A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, that is going to be the question that has to be Coming up, week one of Fantasy is here. Our Fantasy Insider Adam Rank joining us next to fill in any of the holes we have left in your lineups. Mm-hmm. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The golden ticket of the waiver wire, if you will. I don't have one here on the lot, but this is why you need to pay attention. I say run along. Find yourself a new running back. There's plenty out there. They want to run. Run, they want to run. That is the question, Kyle, to start and not to start. Here we go. Now, this summer, you drafted what you thought was the best fantasy team of all time. You nailed your draft. But somehow, the roster is springing leaks. Thankfully, we've all watched the infomercials, and nobody is more qualified to slap some tape on that roster and get you ready for week one than our own Phil Swift, (laughs) the reliable Adam Rank. Take it away. Well, let me tell you something. People everywhere tell me they love the Fleck of Steel family of products to go out there and fill in any roster holes that you might need. Now, Kyle, I hope you don't mind. I'm just going to jump in right now because I know a lot of people... Their lineups are springing leaks because of Travis Kelsey's injury. But I got a guy for you that you can go get right now, no cost. Jawan Johnson, who last season scored seven touchdowns. Seven touchdowns. That's right. Only Kyle, uh, excuse me, only uh, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle scored more. Now he's going up against the Tennessee Titans. You put this in your lineup. He's got a defense that allowed the fifth most fantasy points to tight ends last year. Exactly. And you know what? Some of those leaks, those darn tootin' leaks, can be real sneaky. Give us a wide receiver who's flying under the radar on fantasy football in week one. Well, if you're taking in more water because you had a wide receiver, let's say Kadarius Toney, who was out there last night looking like Stingin Smith and Randy Stoklos, setting the ball up for the other team. Instead, we're going to go with Chris Godwin 
put some Chris Godwin in your lineup. Last season was the first time that he had 100 receptions in his career. He was averaging close to 10 targets per game, and he's going up against the Minnesota Vikings, who last season allowed the second most fantasy point, or excuse me, passing yards per game. I'll tell you what, Jamie, I was so inspired by the meal that you were making. You know what I'm going to do for you? I don't do this for everybody. I'm going to throw in Baker Mayfield for free for your super flex wow. option. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, right. super flex, no cost to you. If it's for free, it's for me. Mm -hmm. But we've got so many great running back matchups in week one. Give me a guy who can stretch, bond, and seal our running back rooms this weekend. I got a guy who's built like a tank. And speaking of tanking, let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams. And I'm going to go with Cam Akers. And I love this player. He finished strong last year, three games over 100 rushing yards. Sean McVay is going to say, I'll tell you what, Peter Schrager spoiled my surprise. You heard it here second. Puka Nakua, this, we got a little mini-sized Puka Nakua you can put right near, right in your lap, but you put it in your bench and you hold it there for emergencies. So we got Cam Akers, Pukanaku, a two-for-one special. I didn't want to do it. Peter forced my hand. Yeah, and Adam, the beauty of this whole bit we're doing right now, in all seriousness, after this segment's on, the actual commercial will be airing on NFL Network. So you can do the compare and contrast if you'd like. Many of these products on the market today start as a liquid, and they go from... That to becoming a strong bond. This is the same for fantasy players. Give us a player who may not be getting a lot of love now, but will be the hot commodity after week one. Raheem Mostert is somebody you're going to want to have. You want to have the number one running back for the Miami Dolphins, a run-based offense. Last season, he became the first person to run for 100 yards for the Miami Dolphins since Jay and Jai. Jay and Jai, that's how long it's been. We love him this week. He averaged close to five yards per carry. And now he's going up against the Chargers team that last season allowed the fifth most fantasy points to running backs last year. You see the lineups right there. I know some of these guys are available on the waiver wire. Go act now. The phone lines are we lighting up. Go take care They're of They're lighting up. Thanks, Call everybody. now. We like the whole Flex Steel family love of products. Thank we love you, Adam Ranks. Look at all the players he says he's right every single week. He'll be back next week. Thank you, Adam. Can I pick it? We are legally required as a sports media entity to have a pick segment on the last right, segment of the week for <laughs> week one of the NFL season. We have broken out our randomizer that has the matchups from week one. Peter, you say stop. You get a game. You pick your winner. Go can ahead. I pick it? Let's get right in. Can I pick it? Yes, I can. Stop. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Home underdogs. Mm. Daniel Jones has never beaten Dak Prescott. Cowboys, uh, the, the, the Dak is 10-0, I think, the last 10 times against the Giants. I'm taking the Giants. Giants. Blew out. I'm taking the Giants. A home upset. I'm taking the Giants Sunday night. Spin it. And blew out means Giants, not uh, Cowboys. Yeah. Blew. Stop. Oh, Dolphins, game. Chargers. This is going to be an electric one. Herbert and Tua, back-to-back -back draft picks. I'm rolling with Miami in this one. Healthy Tua, I think they're going to come out hot and they're going to be rolling. Get it to his weapons. Less Miami. than a minute All left right. in the show for week one. I'm so excited. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, oh my goodness. Finally. <laughs> Finally, this team will win. This team should win. This team damn well better win. It is going to be a real rivalry for the first time in 30 years. The Bears win at home. Justin Fields beats Jordan Love. Lock Make it us up. home, Erdahl. Spin it. Spin it. This is going to be a close one. 30 on the clock. Hey, stop.
Oh, Jason McCourty oh, on the call. There you go. Jason McCourty special. Man, this is tough. This this must be a close game then if this up on this potential. Yeah. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to New Orleans Saints at home. I want to see what Derek Carr has. I want Michael Thomas to figure things out. I didn't pick the Saints to be in the playoffs. I hope they prove me wrong. I hope they're good this year. Have a great week one weekend, week. everybody. Football, baby, Sunday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.